0: Hey, Proof listeners, Bridget Lancaster here. Now, today's episode of Proof is a bonus episode, and it's part of a series that we're doing this summer where we're answering some of your weird and exciting food questions. Now, today's question comes from at Ashley E. Lovato, and she asks, if I fling cookie dough in space towards the sun, how long would it take to make a cookie? I got to say, I need some help with this. So today on our show, we're welcoming America's Test Kitchen Science Editor, Paul Adams, and he's here to help me answer this fantastic question. Hey, Paul. Hi, how are you doing? (laughs) Good. Our question is, you've got cookie dough, you fling it into space. At what point is it going to start to bake, basically?
1: Yeah, I'm surprised this question hasn't come up before. (laughs) I mean, there are some practical considerations. If you just fling cookie dough into space, the ball of dough is going to be subjected to tremendous aerodynamic forces during the launch, and it will squish and it will fragment. And as it gets to escape velocity, the air friction is going to burn it to a crisp.
0: Mm, Gotcha. Overbaked.
1: To say the least. (laughs) So I think we would have to first build a little space capsule to put the cookie dough in so that it could survive the trip from earth into space
0: Gotcha so you need something like a heat shield basically to get it out there
1: Exactly well not just a heat shield because as soon as it leaves the atmosphere it's going to start to freeze dry because it's in hard vacuum Right and it's in extremely cold temperatures so all the water in the dough will solidify and then come to the surface of the dough and evaporate into outer space. So we'll have an orbiting ball of freeze-dried cookie dough, which would be okay, but it's definitely not a cookie.
0: It's still in ball form, right? Or do you have to pre-pat out little uh, cookie shapes, little flat cookies?
1: That's a good point. When you bake a cookie on Earth, it is gravity that pulls it down from a ball shape into a cookie shape. And since there's no gravity in space, we would want to preform it into a nice disk.
0: How would it actually bake? I know that fire needs oxygen, right? And there's no oxygen out there. So how are we going to fire up this cookie? Is it just the sun, the heat from the sun?
1: Well, on Earth, we talk about three basic types of heat. There's radiant heat, which is the heat that comes directly from the element in the oven. There's conductive heat which travels through a material such as the metal cookie pan. And there's convective heat, which travels through the air. Its air currents are heated by the hot oven element, and then they transfer heat to the cookie. Because we have no air currents in space, basically radiant heat using direct radiation from the sun is all we're going to be able to use. So the side of the cookie that's facing the sun is going to get very hot, and the side of the cookie that's facing away from the sun is going to get no heat at all. So we'll have to spin the cookie as it travels.
0: So we're going to have to get thrusters on the cookie capsule, is what you're saying?
1: We could probably just put it into rotation and let it go. Because there's no friction, it would keep going. Like a Frisbee? Yeah, like a little satellite.
0: (laughs) So what about... um Is there a better time to fling the cookie dough out into outer space? Right away, Bridget. Right away. (laughs) (laughs) What you've said is we need to do this as soon as possible. We need to build a cookie capsule that's protective, both from heat, a blast of heat, blast of cold, and slow down any kind of evaporation of moisture so we can get it out there we need to fling it in a rotating way so that it bakes evenly, and possibly we need to create a sort of slingshot around the sun so that, of course, it will re-enter it because we want to eat this cookie. Yes. All right. Okay, I'm going to interrupt our episode for a quick intermission. It's time for today's Bob's Red Mill Grain Quiz. Today, we're calling the wonderful Tucker Shaw, and we're going to put him in the hot seat to test his knowledge of alternative sweeteners. Hello. Hey, Tucker. Bridget? <laughs> it's me.
1: Hi, Bridget. Are you calling to quiz me again?
0: I sure am, Tucker. Hey, now, you are a very sweet guy. Oh, dear. Okay, so what zero-calorie alternative sweetener that's native to Southeast Asia does Bob's Red Mill use to sweeten their vanilla nutritional booster?
2: Southeast
1: Asia. Hmm. I know stevia is from South America and that's zero-calorie. It can't be honey or agave because those have calories. Is it monk fruit?
0: It is monk fruit. You're so brilliant and sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Bob's Red Mill's vanilla nutritional booster is sweetened with monk fruit extract. No artificial sweeteners. Plus, it's full of other protein-rich wholesome ingredients like pea protein, chicory root, and chia seeds. For more information and a ton of delicious recipes, go to bobsredmill.com. Now, back to the show. Now, because we take our job here at Proof very seriously, we also wanted to check in with a real NASA engineer, Dr. Mark Raymond, to see if it is within our abilities to launch a cookie into space and then to retrieve it baked. Now, Dr. Raymond is the chief engineer and fellow at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. He's responsible for NASA's exploration of our entire solar system. He was the Chief Mission Engineer on the Deep Space One and Dawn Missions. Welcome, Mark.
2: Well, thanks for having me on, Bridget. I think this is a really fun question, and I love chocolate chip cookies. So first thing that occurs to me is if you're going to put a cookie into space, you have to build a spacecraft to hold the dough in a pressurized container so it doesn't dry out in space. So you need a whole spacecraft, and the spacecraft also has to communicate with Earth and perform all the other functions a spacecraft does so it'll operate safely.
0: Is anybody manning this spacecraft? Do you see yourself in the craft with the chocolate chip cookies or?
2: (laughs) I'm always happy to be in the vicinity of chocolate chip cookies. But as we get into this, I think we're going to find that this spacecraft is probably going to have to go truly where no man or or no baker has gone before. Uh, I don't think right now we have the capability to build a manned spacecraft that can handle this mission. And the reason is, if you want to do it in Earth orbit, where we now send human spacecraft, the temperature would only get to about 250 degrees. And so really, unless you have a special recipe that can accommodate that low a temperature, I think you're going to have to send the spacecraft away from the vicinity of Earth to get it closer to the sun.
0: I see. At that temperature, we're pretty much just baking meringues, I think, at 250. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
2: We've never sent spacecraft with people in it closer to the sun than Earth is. So now we need an interplanetary spacecraft, and that immediately raises an important problem, which is the mission will take a long time. The solar system is big, and to get much closer to the sun is very time-consuming. So now you have to design a complex temperature profile for the cookie. That is, it would gradually get hotter as what I think of as cookie sat or cookie satellite. As the cookie sat gets closer to the sun, and then it would gradually get cooler as it comes back to Earth during this long elliptical orbit around the sun. And I can just give you an illustration. You and I and everybody listening on Earth orbit the sun at a distance that. Uh, astronomers call one astronomical unit, that's 93 million miles. So that's how far we are from the Sun. So If you want to heat the cookie up, get it closer to the Sun, suppose you wanted to bake it at 0.7 astronomical units, that's about how far Venus is from the Sun. Well to go from one astronomical unit to 0.7 and then back to Earth's orbit would take a spacecraft more than nine months that's a long time to wait for a cookie. <laughs> um, and during that long mission, you have to worry, will the dough rot before it gets warm enough to bake? And then after it's reached the full baking temperature and finished baking, will it get stale when the temperature comes back down? So this, this really becomes complicated. And it's even more complicated than that, because the spacecraft will take nine months to go from Earth's orbit into Venus orbit to bake the cookie and then back out, but Earth takes 12 months to go around the sun. So when the cookie sat returns to Earth's orbit, Earth won't even be there. <laughs> we won't have completed our our annual loop and I don't want that perfectly baked cookie to be uneaten, you know, stranded in space while our watering mouths are many millions of miles away.
0: It's like missing an Amazon delivery.
2: That's right. <laughs> But an Amazon delivery of a uniquely, perfectly baked set of cookies, I'm not willing to take that (laughs) risk. Me neither. (laughs) So then you could try to make a more complicated spacecraft, and one way to mitigate this problem would be to use ion propulsion to maneuver the spacecraft so it could have a shorter mission. And I bring up ion propulsion because I was actually responsible for NASA's only two interplanetary missions to use ion propulsion called Deep Space One and Dawn. And I think it's kind of fun because I first heard of ion propulsion in Star Trek and Star Wars, but as carefully as I followed those fun ideas, I don't recall Captain Kirk or Mr. Spock or Captain Picard or Mr. Data or Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, C-3PO. Ever having much to say about baking cookies.
0: <laughs> no, they had wookies, not cookies. That's exactly right. But they weren't
2: chocolate chip wookies.
0: <laughs> no, they weren't. Chewy.
2: <laughs> but anyway, if you could put ion propulsion on it, that might allow the spacecraft to make its way back to Earth more promptly. But it would still take a very long time.
0: So maybe there's something about delaying the mixing of the ingredients out there. Well,
2: that's true. So you could include what amounts to a robotic baker on the spacecraft. Of course, you still have to keep the ingredients fresh, avoid the dough rotting and things like that. But now you have a still more complicated spacecraft. The more complicated it is, the bigger it is. The bigger it is, the longer it takes to design and build and also, I should mention that missions like this are very expensive. The rocket alone would likely cost many tens of millions of dollars just to get the spacecraft out of Earth orbit. And the spacecraft itself, the cookie sat, would probably cost even more than that. But the problem is even more complicated than we've discussed so far because once you solve all of these other problems, Then you have to get the cookies back down to Earth, and it will be going much, much faster even than the space shuttle did because the shuttle only came from Earth orbit and our cookie sat will be returning from deep space. So a reasonable outside temperature might be around 5,200 degrees. And you don't want to burn the cookie, so the spacecraft then has to be built in such a way that this perfectly baked cookie won't be incinerated in the last few minutes by thousands of degrees.
0: Well, assuming that it has not been burnt to a crisp, would it be safe to eat such a cookie? Well, it probably would be safe, but
2: to be sure, you'd have to consider the effect of the radiation in space that it's exposed to. And I'm not talking about making the cookie radioactive, but rather changing the chemical properties of its ingredients because spacecraft are exposed to radiation that you and I are not exposed to because we're protected by Earth's atmosphere and Earth's magnetic field. And so I'm not an experienced baker, but I don't know of any recipes that include not only heat, but also extended exposure to galactic cosmic (laughs) radiation. But it could be that some of your listeners know that, for example, high energy protons are the secret to making perfect cookies. But I don't know about that, and so I would want to make sure that there aren't any untoward health consequences from this radiation. And, of course, even if it didn't make them unhealthy, it may make them less than tasty.
0: (laughs) And what, what kind of timeline are we looking at here? It generally takes, oh, three to five
2: years from the time you have a good concept for how an interplanetary spacecraft will work until you can launch it. And then it would be another, oh, say in round numbers, let's say we could do it in six months, so another half a year. Uh, So still three and a half to five and a half years from the time we have the money and have completed the initial concept. So we may want to consider alternative methods to satisfy our craving for cookies in the meantime.
0: So what's your suggestion? What should we do? How can we make this happen?
2: Well, if we really want to do it in space, I think we need to undertake a crash program akin to the Apollo program where we dedicate the full intellectual and technological, full scientific and engineering full resources of the United States of America and perhaps the whole world. In fact, this could even be a, a uniting goal among peoples of all nations to solve this significant challenge so that we can accomplish this this wonderful vision.
0: So for all of this knowledge that you've given us, all the, the timelines, the budget, um, all the different parameters, what do we owe you?
2: um well i I think my fee I think it would be fair if America's Test Kitchen decides to undertake this project. I'd like to have at least a dozen of the cookies.
0: I think you earned that, and we'll make sure that you're there for that delivery.
2: I can't wait.
0: Thanks to Paul Adams and Dr. Mark Raymond for joining us. And thank you to at Ashley E. Lovato for submitting this fantastic question. Now keep tuning in every Thursday for more Proof bonus episodes where we answer your questions. And if you have a weird food question that you'd like us to answer, email proof at americastestkitchen.com. And be sure to stay tuned for Season 3 of Proof coming this fall.